You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. This is another regular installment with my good friend, Dr. Christian Coachman. He invites another one of his friends on. Philippe Salah, and they talk about the next big thing in dentistry. And I'll just tell you, before you listen to this, it's huge. So please listen to this. I hope you enjoy it, and we'll see you soon. Welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. You know the jam here. I find the coolest people in the world and bring them to you. And we share some great thoughts to help you create a better practice and a better life. And today we are truly going to expand your mind with one of the next big things, if not the biggest thing in dentistry that's coming ahead. Now, if you've been following along on the podcast, you know that Dr. Christian Coachman and I have been doing a regular series in our effort just to educate the world of dentistry and bring great thoughts to you. Um, but today's going to be a very, very special episode. And Christian, I'm going to ask you to do the introduction, if that's okay, because mm -hmm. I got a little piece of what this is all about with our special guests today. But I would love for you to do the introduction. And then, Philippe, I'd love for you to introduce yourself too, and then we can get into it. Of course, of course. Uh, hi, Kirk. Great to be back here. And today with a very special guest, as you mentioned, a very good friend with a story that I believe everybody should listen to. Uh, it's a big statement to say what is the best or the biggest next thing in dentistry. But I believe this is definitely one of the biggest things happening in dentistry today. And it's all about remote care, all about efficiency on treatments. It's all about leveraging artificial intelligence with smart, easy, simple solutions. So we have probably one of the biggest experts in realistic artificial intelligence in dentistry here today, Philippe Salah, that runs a company, founder and CEO of Dental Monitoring, uh, hopefully some of our listeners already heard about it. If not, you should pay attention because somehow this should be part of your practice 
in the near future. So before we we start, I just want to welcome my friend. Thank you, Philippe, for opening time on your super tough schedule with your company growing like crazy. I know how crazy your life is. So thank you so much. And please introduce yourself to our community. Thank you, Christian, for this invitation. And Kirk, really, it's an honor to be, to be there. Um, Act Dental, I've seen some of your, your podcasts and like, come on, I'm there today. It's, 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 a, it's a, an honor. And, a, and as a French, it's not very, I'm not used to do this American podcast. So um, maybe, maybe, maybe you're the first French in this podcast. I think I, so. <laughs> okay, so, so thank you for, for inviting this French guy. So who I am, I'm Philippe Sala, I'm founder and CEO of Dental Mentoring. And what do we want to do at Dental Mentoring? We want really to bring the patient far closer to the, to, to, to the dentist, to the orthodontist. What does it mean? It means that today, when you are doing a treatment to your patient, actually you never know what is happening when you don't see your patient when the patient are at home. And, and you all know, especially in orthodontics, that the, the clinical relevance, the clinical action is happening outside your practice. So we bring you back information, but the necessary information to be able to drive the treatment in the best direction possible at every moment during the treatment. So how does it work? Very simple. Your patient gets a smartphone. From that, we take several pictures, more than 100 pictures, automatically with our system, with a pretty cool way of taking them. Uh, taking them. And from that, we use these pictures, take by the smartphone of your patient, and we triage lots of noti clinical notification where we indicate to, the, to you, to the orthodontist, if there is maybe some concern or great achievement that you want to communicate with the patient, or maybe you will trigger an appointment or at the opposite, will trigger no need to see my patient. So for the first time, for the first time in the dentistry, we really synchronize the delivery of care with the need of care. You see the patient as much as you need to see them and at the right moment. Never less, never too much, never too, much, never too, le never too less. So I think this is really summarizing what we do. So it's like taking care of the patient before they are sitting in your chair and after they are sitting in your dental chair, right? So if you count all the hours that somebody lives in a full year, maybe the patient is one, two or three hours in your dental chair during the whole year. So you have all the other 365 times 24 hours where you're not seeing what is happening in the patient's mouth. And that's why I think remote care is so powerful. And people everybody's already taking advantage of this in other areas, right? With smart watches, taking care of physically, you know, uh, and even emotionally, sending information, sharing information with their physicians through devices. So physicians can actually control what is happening in our body when we are not there with, with the physician, right? So you're bringing this into the dental world, correct? This is... Let me explain you with two scenarios. Let's say it's a patient that you have never seen before. When I, when I started to work in the dentistry field, I was working in practices where actually lots of the patients coming in for the first appointment were not ready for, for the treatment. If, they, if it was an auto-treatment, they, they were too young. They were baby teeth, not ready for the treatment, or they get period problems and they needed to see the periodontist or the GP to be treated first. And this was 
pretty inconvenient for the patient and, and a waste, big waste of time for the, for the orthodontist. Here, we fix the problem. Now, before arriving to the clinic, we allow the doctor to get a pretty accurate screening of the patient prior to the first visit. And then based on the result, the orthodontist, the specialist, or the GP will be able to qualify the patient and to drive them to the right direction. Yes, you can come to my practice. This is a good time to see you. Or maybe go to see my colleague on another discipline that will help you first before you come to me. Then the second scenario is during a treatment. Let's say uh, you, are, you are making an aligner treatment or a braces treatment. When do you see your patient? You see them every six weeks, eight weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks? On, on what basis? What is the rationale behind that? The rationale for most of the, of, the, of the orthodontists in that example is what we call the comfort zone. It's they feel comfortable that within the next six weeks, nothing bad will happen. But in fact, they never know. <laughs> most of the time, the patient arrives to the practice and it's a surprise. It's a good surprise sometimes. Nothing bad happened. Everything is fine. The patient arrives and you say to the little Timmy, yeah, you're good, Timmy. You can go back home. Actually, isn't that a waste of time for Timmy and for your practice? Or the opposite scenario, Timmy arrived in broken five brackets and from a five-minute check appointment, it transformed to a 40-minute appointment and then the stress comes to the practice. This is another scenario. Is it not a failing scenario again? I think these two scenarios, which is 99% of the, of, the, of, the, of the appointment, was not really a good scenario for the orthodontist. What is the chance without a monitoring solution that the patient is actually coming to your practice the exact day you need to come? Like a very little chance. So we make it happen. Every week, the patient is taking a scan. Then we needed artificial intelligence. We needed something to automate because we knew that orthodontists or dentists will not look at patient every single week. We needed to automate through artificial intelligence to screen at the medical device level that the accuracy of the record are sufficient for then the, the, the dentist, the orthodontist to take a decision. Do I need to see my patient? Do I need to act with them? This was the power we created in the past, actually nine years now. Yeah. And Christian, can I offer one thought? You know, before yes. we hit the go button, Philippe, you said this is not a new technology. And, and I, I just had an awakening. We, I have a car and whenever the oil is low or it needs to be, I get notifications on yeah. what's going on in my car and they've never seen the car. Can you speak to that? Mm -hmm. yeah. okay. I would say this is not a new technology for cars. This is not new technology for medical. If you take a cardiac problem, do you know any cardiologist? Now they will give you a rips with, with some metrics, with some monitoring device, and they will act on your pills or on your, on your appointment based on actually the recording. And they will see you as much as needed based on the recording or as little as needed based on the recording too. Diabetes, diabetes problems, the same. You've got now uh, some probes that are constantly measuring where you are in terms of your glucose level and will adapt your treatment based on monitoring solution. In dentistry, we deserve the same level of quality. We deserve the same level of standard. It's a new standard of care. Bring the care as much as needed or as little as needed. Don't over-treat or don't under-treat. This is really the core value of, of, of DM. We never say to our dentists, don't see your patient. We, see, we tell them, 
see them better. Some of your patients which are disaster, you will need to see them more. But luckily, most of your patients will actually be very good patients. And because of that, you will see them less. So it's really improving the quality of care, improving the quality of the perception of the dentist on the progress of the treatment they do. Now, a, a more technical question here too. The, the, the philosophically, you know, we see the example of the cars, we see the example of physicians. We know that this makes total sense. You know, you, you, so many things are happening in between appointments that somehow you wanted your doctor to be inside your mouth every second of your life, right? To really anticipate, forecast, and to intervene only when is necessary. Now, technically speaking, to make this happen, I see, you know, two big things that you guys were able to develop. And I want you to talk a little bit about the technology. First, first thing that in my mind, uh, to make this possible, when I first got exposed to your technology eight years ago, you know, I said, look, this will only happen if you can develop a device that the patient can go home and generate information. Generating the information is the first step. You know, it's almost like every patient has an Itero scanner at home, yeah. scanning their mouth and sending to the, you know, that would be fantastic, impossible, right? So the only way we knew was the iPhone or the smartphone, right? How can you transform the smartphone into an intraoral, empowered intraoral scanner, right? And what is the technology behind? Because it's, it's not just about taking photos of your mouth, right? So what are the pieces of technology that you guys developed mm -hmm. to make a smartphone become a medical device, right? That's my question number one. So Then so I go to this, question number two. I think, I think it's actually an excellent question is because... Yeah, in everything you do, garbage in, garbage out, okay? Bad picture going to the system, bad, bad result providing by the system. So we, we have been teaching the dentistry world how important is it to take good intro pictures, right? So it's, it was one of our first focus. And it has not been an easy pass because we have started with pretty crappy device and now we, we've got an, our fourth version of the device. But we have invented very early on a new device that was not existing in the dentistry world where you can, we can, you can hold your smartphone and this is rubbing because there is some a retractor, mouse retractor with it now fixed to your smartphone and you can take really proper scanning process of the mouse of your patient occlusion picture and now since like actually last uh, last may now we even record the bite when the patient bites to have proper occlusion tracking etc that really allow us to capture more than 120 pictures always accurate always standardized uh, control light control angulation uh, upper lower always the same quality this was a critical part of the development far far outside ai it was, can we yeah. get proper intro pictures taken by a non-professional, which was a patient? And for that, we develop a device. Mm -hmm. And just to compliment, because I think this is, for me, I was blown away when I first saw this. Uh, what they did, Kirk, <laughs> something very cool. If you start a first appointment and you scan your patient in your practice, okay, so you have a 3D model of the patient's mouth. 
from that moment on, every time the patient scans, right, with their phone, scans their mouth with their phone, their technology through those images is able to adapt the original STL, the original intraoral scan with the pictures and transform the STL into a new 3D model of the existing scenario. So it's basically like in the future, you're gonna scan your patient on the first appointment and from then on, you will not be able to or not need to scan them anymore because 2D images will create 3D models of the existing situation of the patient. So you can actually track orthodontics exactly without having to scan the patient during the treatment, but the software will do that by itself. Does that make sense? Am I saying correctly, Philip? Uh, uh, the, only, the only thing which I will uh, correct is not the future, it's already there. Yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> it's the, the people only... will use it in the future. <laughs> it's it's going to become it's, the new normal for people. I, right. I, I hope we are making a new normal. It's a new norm. It's, we believe that we are a very good complement also to intral scanners. It means you take an, an initial intral scanners, but you know that during the life of a treatment, you will need multiple intral scanners. Let's take a scenario. You've got an aligner treatment. You scan the first time. You provide to the, the scanner, to the, the, this STL file, to your manufacturer whoever it is. And this manufacturer will provide you with a set of aligners. And very often, we, if it's not all the, all the time, you need to do a refinement. This refinement trigger two appointments. One appointment to take a new scan, then wait the manufacturing of the additional aligner, and then bring the patient in again, deliver the aligners, and then you start with a new cycle. Now we want, we want to invent a new way of treating, which is you scan the patient as, as before, treatment plan, deliver of the first set of aligner, and throughout, throughout the progress of the treatment, we will identify when it's going wrong, when there is untracking, unset of aligner, misfitting, or whatever, and then we will produce an STL file at that particular moment, send it directly to the manufacturer, which will produce the next set of aligners and this next set of aligner will be delivered at the practice level even before the patient was there. So it means that when your patient is coming to your practice, you already have the next set of aligner. Now, you, you not only, you, you know that is not going in the right direction, you already fixed it, you already created a new model, you already manufactured the new aligners at the right moment where the treatment starts to untrack, like at that moment exactly. where it's impossible for a doctor to see that. Usually people detect a problem you know, months afterwards, right? Or at least but weeks the, the, after the, the... But the beauty of that is, is for me, it's, it's good for... It's, it's a complete new circle, positive circle, because it's better for the patient because he don't go to the clinic for nothing, get scanned, get them, get back to the to the clinic ten days after receiving new sets of aligners. He get he get one appointment for that. It's better for the planet because in long term we even imagine that we will that, that the aligners manufacturer will produce aligners by batch only. They will produce the first batch and the second batch will wait. Mm. Will wait. The, 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 the almost always going to change, right? The second, always, if, it, if you it have 30 aligners, it, it changes, right? 
yes. So, so the world where you produce 40 aligners through half to the beam, and then you produce another 30 and uh, throw again half to the beam, etc. This world will disappear. You will produce aligners on, on demand based on the yeah. tracking. So as you understand, it's better for the manufacturer. It's better for the planet. It's better for the patient. And obviously, more the treatment is good. It's better for the, for the practice. So everybody is winning here. Is everybody is winning by this new cycle, which is a more dynamic aligner change, dynamic production of aligner. And this works also for braces. If you, for example, use custom braces where you want to adapt your wire remotely for sure smile or light force or stuff like this, imagine the fact that you can have an updated scan throughout the treatment. You can adapt the treatment like this. If you want to do a retainers, Today you have to do to 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 ask the patient to come in to the bone and to hope that the patient will be coming back in the next few days to to be sure that you can give him the retainers and so on. Now you don't need just ask the patient to scan and when they come you already have the retainer ready. So it's changing the way you interact with your patient, making it far more convenient for everybody, for all the stakeholders of the of the value chain and the treatment chain. Yeah. And Philip, I can't help. Now, if you're listening to this podcast, every business in the world exists for one reason, to solve a problem. Philip, you're at the intersection of like seven problems (laughs) that you're brilliantly positioned. Here in the United States, there's too much to dentistry to do in every set of charts. We used to joke, there's at least a million dollars worth of treatment in these charts, almost in every practice. Number two, There's not enough providers here in the United States. We don't have enough dentists. Number three, it's estimated in the United States, and I can only speak to these days, that only half of the public goes to the the dentist. Number four, we have an aging population, so there's just going to be more people with not as many providers. And number five, we have a labor shortage in the United States. So when you look at the solutions that you're creating, I mean, speak to that. And you said at the beginning, I love your vision, it's putting delivery with the need of care. There's a tremendous need of care. So speak to that intersection that you're standing mm-hmm. in. Yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> no, I, I like you. I like you, your, your summary of the, of the fact that we are in the intersection. It's look guys, there is a massive so- shortage of supply from the manufacturers that are trying to, 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 to keep with demand with a doctor, which are completely, under a, a super stress where they are seeing tons of patients and, and they always know that, oh, it's too much, it's too much, I need to see them, et cetera, where patients are waiting on waiting lists. You say you say this for US, but look, in Europe, it's, it's even worse. It's very easy to have doctors in my surrounding, which can you, the patient can wait up to five to six months before getting the first appointment, you know? So, so bringing... The, the, the patient only when they need it at the right moment for the right reason should be mandatory, should be a new standard of care. Don't ask to the little Timmy and to his mom or father to just waste an afternoon of their day for just say, everything is good, Timmy, come back next time. Or the opposite where you stress your entire clinic because everything is a mess and you did not have capture sufficiently early that the Timmy was actually not that good patient, not complying or breaking everything in his mouth. 
and you want to make sure that this is this is under control. And if you take adult patients, what do they want? They want efficiency. They, they want the time is is like super value. I love to take I love to take my example myself as an example. I've got four kids, and myself and my wife. Let's say for my wife, I don't have to to take care about her. But for my four kids and myself, if I have to see my my the orthodontist of my kids like every six weeks, you imagine four kids, I would be dead. Like more days going to the orthodontist than taking <laughs> days off. And if I speak for myself, I love the fact that my dentist is actually using DM to look if everything is fine. Do I need to make uh, some clonings? Do I need to make some uh, uh, plaque uh, removal, etc.? Everything is fine. I don't need to come. It charged me, no problem. And then, uh, and then the next time when I need to do my cloning, I just go at the right moment. It's just better for my life, better for the orthodontist, for the dentist, for whoever wants. It's just, uh, just the the way it should be. <laughs> Now, my my second question. My second question. So, capturing data was the first challenge, and you mm -hmm. you you solved that and you really transformed uh, the smartphone into the third eye of the doctor. Now comes the second problem. When you create a smart way to capture data, mm -hmm. then you create a second problem, the access of data, right? Mm -hmm. the, it's so easy to generate data that you have the access of data and you guys mentioned uh, everybody is running out of time. You know, doctors don't have the time. Imagine. Uh, assessing all this data, analyzing all this data, you know, uh, understanding how to classify this data, understanding how to interpret this data, uh, training an assistant to do that for you, and so on. It's, it's, it's crazy. So people, even with the data, people wouldn't be able to act on the data. So the next problem you mentioned was to create a smart system powered by artificial intelligence in an automated way that can interpret this. So I want you to explain a little bit the evolution of this super computer that you guys have, this super system that you guys have. How did, how did you start? What was doing at the beginning? And what is this super cloud doctor can do for us today? So... <laughs> I would say, yes, there has been an evolution. From the first view of DM, where we were an image capture system with very little automation, now where most of our interactions are automated at a very large scale, because we, we actually monitor millions of patients. It's not just a little product there. It's, we are monitoring millions of patients across the world in close to 50 countries, We needed to, to go with systems which uh, are a low scalability for doctors, a low scalability for, for computers, and, 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 and to deploy this solution everywhere. So I would say today, uh, there is two aspects. There is the, the dashboard aspect, which is a fully customized uh, platform where the doctor will pin what they want to see, what is important for them, I want to monitor my braces. I want to monitor perio. I want to monitor my aligners. I want to monitor. They will pin what they want to see. If they want to monitor the braces, they want to, to monitor the perio. If they want to monitor <clears throat> aligners or what, whatever is it available into the system, they will select precisely what they want to see 
and what is the trigger information that is sent back to the patient or sent back to the team. So this, we have been doing an, an immense work through the year of setting this first platform. The second platform, which is what do you do with the consolidated data? Because all the first data was at the patient level, but now what do you do with your data that you have at your clinic, at your full practice level? We have uh, released uh, a year ago now a product called Insight. Insights. Insights, what, what does it do for you? It actually allow you to benchmark yourself constantly to your country or to the world. I give you an example. Uh, let's say you've got some debonding of your braces or some hygiene problems across your patients. And you say, okay, I've got 2% of my patients which have regularly a bracket debonding. Do I have a problem as a practice or no? If in your country, the average level of debonding is 1%, yes, you have a problem. Let's speak to my manufacturer. Let's speak to my peers. How can I go to 1%? And it will save you hundreds of appointments. But now if you are 2% and the rest of the country is 3%, congrats, guys. You're good. You're, you're, you are at the standard, at least at the standard. If you've got 17% of your patients which have hygiene issues, which are not brushing well, you might think it's a lot. But if the country is at 30%, actually, you can say to your team, guys, our education to hygiene on hygiene topic is working. We're good. We are far better than the, than the rest of the community. But this is just data for you. It's you against the country. It's you against the world. And this is only for you. We don't share in data. It's just for you. And this is super valuable. And so we have discovered through the time that just from big, being a monitoring solution, we have transformed DM to become more and more what we call a quality management system, where you can consciently always try to improve your standard of care. I'm there. Okay, I'm that percentage of, of failure or success. How can I get even better? Every quarter, every month, you can look at your stats and get better on all the metrics that we have, which is the first time it exists, like literally the first time that you can have this type of, of data in dental, in dentistry in general. And, and we believe that it should be, it should be open door to everybody. One little add, it's uh, we are truly and completely agnostic. And I say, Christian, since the beginning, lots of partnership through the years, we have refused just because we don't want to be named as an Invisalign uh, product or as uh, Envista or Stroman or whatever. No, we are completely agnostic, serving the same level of service to every doctor's every brand with no distinction, with no partnership, etc., because we believe that monitoring needs to be independent and agnostic. Since the beginning, it has been our philosophy and we'll keep it. Brilliant. Brilliant. <laughs> Christian, I have so many questions, but what, you go, do you have any? I, go for I, it. Go okay, for so your time. We are here today and my mind is blown. What it's anyone's guess. But what's the future look like? Let's, we're going to have you back one year from now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> what do you hope you tell us one year from now? Um, 
we have released recently uh, two massive products. Uh, the last uh, a few months, we have released what we call the smartest TL, and we have released Insight. I dream about a world where actually people will not be speaking about DM, but people will be speaking about quality with measurement. Then they will say, I'm treating my patient with the best standard of care, and I can prove it to you because my metrics are that, 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 that. I'm actually forming my doctor, my patient. I should be happy because I'm actually at the top level of the standard of care. This will be the first thing with insight. Now, if they can add on the top of it, thanks DM, <laughs> you have the cherry on the top. But if already they can have this, this philosophy of always trying to measure what does it mean to be good. I think this is a, a great improvement for the dental world because this is already a standard in the medical world. This is not yet a standard in the dental world. And I want to transform the dental world to be more like the medical general world. My second wish is, I hope it will come in a year, that manufacturing become more how they, sustainable. Okay, when we produce, we know why we produce, we don't overproduce, we produce on time, on purpose, and that requires smartest year, require integration between what is happening in, within the side, the mouth of the patient and the manufacturer. We are too much, too much today in the world where the manufacturer, they plan from the beginning. That's it. Then if a big problem happens, they are recalled by the doctor to fix the problem. But why should we live in a world where we are fixing problems instead of living in the world where the appliance is actually produced and generating and generated dynamically? based on what the patient and the treatment need at that particular moment. Waste time for the doctors and the patient and a big, big, big manufacturing headache for the manufacturing. All this should be disappearing. So I hope it will come in in a year. Do, you have a, do you have a third wish? I would love to know what your third wish is. <laughs> a third wish? <laughs> yeah. uh, look, I love my life. <laughs> So if I, if nothing could change, look, if, if I could be still having my four kids, my beautiful wife and my friends around me having this super great life and great joy, we, 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 we you know, doing DM is, 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 is more than a company, is a way of life, you know, traveling all over the world to, to evangelize on, on, this, on this notion, uh, speaking with guys like Christian or you, Look, uh, 10 years ago, when I would never imagine that we will be in this situation where everybody will start to understand this vision and start. It's a bit like you when, uh, Christian, when the first time I hear you speak about the emotion aspect of dentistry, you actually, something switched in my mind. You, you know, something, it was not just treating the patient, it was bringing emotion to the patient and then treat them. And, and I love this aspect. And I think DM is, in a way, uh, changing the way dentistry is working. And, uh, and uh, so in a year time, my third wish will be to continue to impact yeah. the dentistry world the same way. Yeah. Wow. And 
Yeah, that that's a good uh, third wish. And uh, just to to conclude on the technical side, from my side here, Philippe, if you can um, explain me, you started with uh, a statement that was uh, kind of hidden in between your words, but I didn't miss it because it was something that I always wanted to see you moving towards that is going beyond orthodontics, beyond uh, prevention. So, of course, that DM was born as a solution to help orthodontists to track their patients and to improve the efficiency of orthodontic treatments. You then got into prevention that I think it's beautiful and should be the main one, right? Uh, allowing doctors to anticipate problems when it comes to maintenance and prevention. Uh, and this should be the dentistry of the future. Uh, what else you are developing and expanding uh, with DM? Uh, look, we know that there is no treatment in dentistry which is just one time. Okay. Every dent dental treatment have multiple visits, multiple checkups, um, need maintenance. And so there is multiple ways to synchronize the delivery of care with the need of care. Let me give you an example. We work in elderly homes where we help elderly people just to scan the mouse and they take a pictures of their, of their uh, appliance, of the denture, And then the dentist just evaluate, do I need to change the denture? Do I need to actually act on these elderly people which is suffering because there is an abscess and, and they, 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 nobody at the care home have seen it, and, but they are actually suffering, okay? All this, we believe that it should be a standard of care. Do we need to take a, a DM scan every week? Absolutely not, of course not. But should we scan every elderly people like, once every three months, one every six months, just to make sure that our elderly people are just good? I think so. Should we, when, when do you, my kids go to the dentist very regularly to get good education, okay? Should we not like make it as a very intense program to make sure that our kids are actually acting very good through their hygiene, education, cleaning, et cetera? Yes we, yes, we need. So it's why we have created what we call the hygiene boot camp. Hygiene boot camp is we ask to the kids for a period of three to six months to scan constantly, like every three to three days to a week max, where we give them advice. Are you are brushing good air? You are not brushing good air, et cetera. Get better. Next week, we, we scan again. We give you another series of advice, everything automated, and then it will trigger an appointment to the dentist if things are, worth, are not getting good. So this should be a standard of care. If you take to a period treatment, most of the periodontists, they know that they need to fix the behavior before actually going to the period treatment. Otherwise, they know it's a feeling scenario. So could, not, could we not actually monitor the patient for a period of three to six months, seeing if the period is stabilized before we go to the period treatment? Implant. The, the healing process, would it not be great to see every three days automatically AI-driven? If the healing process is good, is it not just a better service? Maybe there is not much problem, but is the patient will not feel super good that the, that the dentist is capable of 
detecting if there is an inflammation. Okay, does not prevent the, the, the patient to come to the to, to the dentist or to need the care, but it gives sufficient information to avoid problems and to make the patient feel good. So there is tons of application where we are just starting. We started by ortho because I come from ortho. This is just a start. This is incredible. Philippe, I know we're going to have you back again and again, if we can get you to come back again and again. But Christian, I'll let you close this because we want to be respectful of your time. I could ask 10 yes. more questions, but uh, I'm so grateful that you've been on today. It opened my mind and I have no doubt you have a ex very exciting road ahead for you. So thank you very much for being on. Christian, bring us home. Thank no, you. It's always amazing. Uh, great pleasure to host you again, Philippe, and to see your excitement. Above all, your passion about uh, not only about your specific technology, but your passion for dentistry. Even though you're not a dentist, uh, you became a, a passionate uh, dental businessman. And I, I, I know that what you're doing is affecting dentistry in a positive way. And uh, as you said, many things, too many things in dentistry are not standardized. Too many things uh, in dentistry are not protocolized, uh, not systematized, are not organized as we see in medicine. You know, diagnosis, treatment planning, and treatment follow-up. You know, there's so much dentistry needs to evolve and technology will transform this world. And your company for sure is leading this in dentistry. And I know you're proud of your project, but I want to just emphasize you should be more than proud of what you're doing. And I'm proud of being your friend and watching on the first row the evolution and the revolution that you're causing. So once again, thank you. And uh, your, final, your final words to our people. Oh, so Christian, thank you for these very nice words. So uh, I'm, I'm following you and, and, and I'm talking to you since now eight years. Uh, I feel that we will be talking for the next eight years. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why, but okay. I feel that like the, next, the next eight years will, will be as cool, as good, and as uh, successful than as the last pre previous uh, eight years. Um, yes, I love dentistry. Yes, I'm a biophysicist, so very far from dentistry initially. But lucky us, look, what can we do better than dentistry? We give smile to people. We are inventing technology constantly to improve the being being good, and 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 on the top of it, we 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 met constantly people that are in the place that they want to be. It's 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 a world where very very rarely I have a dentist telling me, "Oh, why did I did dentistry?" Does not exist. Like in other discipline, you you is a change, a switch, etc. In dentistry, everybody is happy to be there. And I'm one of them. And uh, I, I started my career just after my PhD, starting in dentistry. And I know that I will finish my career in, in dentistry. There is no, no other way for me. Yeah. So thank you for receiving me. And uh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to have a, another level of conversation next time. I would love that. And so, Philip, for those people listening that want to learn more about DM, let's tell them where so, to go. Where, 
Where can they, I they go? Type dental-monitoring.com and uh, they will be uh, will be very pleased to welcome to to teach them. We've got implementation specialists all over the world, more than 600 people serving our dentists and and making sure that their experience on DM are the best. Uh, we are always improving, so we welcome feedback and uh, wish you uh, to to start DM whenever you want. We are waiting for you. Awesome. Awesome. Christian, Philippe, thank you so much. What an amazing conversation today. So stick around while we say goodbye to everybody else, but thank you guys for listening to the best practices show. Hey, if you enjoyed today, just do a favor, hit the share button, share this with your friends. If you're not taking notes, you know how this works. We're taking notes for you. So if you're listening on Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, just wherever you're listening to podcast, just flip up to the notes. You're going to see all of the things that we discussed during this podcast will be listed right there. You can click right on there and follow where Philippe told us to go. It'll take you directly there. We're going to make this super easy for you. Um, so keep tuning in and keep tuning in to the regular conversations with Dr. Christian Coachman. We got a lot of great, exciting things on the way. And until we see you guys next time, or you hear from us next time, keep watching or keep listening to the best practices show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm gonna spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.